job. Please leave a message after the tone. Hello? 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 Is this Dominic Rob? Oh, I, I thought he just said the job. <laughs> oh, well, I, I haven't got the right number. I'm sure it is. Uh, well, I, I'm sorry to say, I miss you. Well, I just wanted to invite you to my party. And, uh, I, although it is, it is secret, and, um, so shh, don't tell anyone. <laughs> we don't have those pesky peasants knowing about it, do we? <laughs> That's all right, we'll check it later. Um, yeah. Uh, roll the intro. Welcome to the show. This is The Jam. Well, hello and welcome to another Christmas jab with me, Mark, and my colleague here, Rob. Hello! Of course, no need for last names. We don't want anyone tracking us down. Oh, no, no, we don't, because, uh, well, you know, uh, we, we, we're safe in the knowledge that no one knows who we are. Yes, exactly. We have remained quite elusive, I feel, throughout this, considering we have also been off the air for about six months. <laughs> yes, we've, well, you know, we've um, we've had to hide, and we can't say why, but uh, there's been certain things that have happened, and we've had to make sure that, um, you know, things calm down a little bit. Indeed, offshore bank accounts, etc., etc. Well, um, now, how about we just get straight into it? Rob, what are you doing this Christmas? What's going to set this Christmas apart from all other Christmases? Oh, well, um, well, I am, well, I've got a girlfriend, so that makes things a little bit different. Oh, I know. I, no, it definitely does. I know, I know. So I'm not going to be lonely this Christmas. <laughs> so, yeah. Well. <laughs> So. That's that's good. That's good. Less of the um, you know, sad Christmas wham music and more um, a bit of Slade and Wizard. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. None of this um I don't need gray because I can use my tears on my Christmas dinner kind of thing. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> just as salty, but um even more delicious. Oh, yes, you know. Well, you just, you know, just recycle the tears. That's what it's been for years and years. But this year, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be completely different. I'm going to sing, yeah, sing lots of wham, get Christmas jumper on, go full, you know, full disgustingly cheesy. It's going to be great. Oh, yeah. Got someone to pull the cracker with, sort of speak. Yeah. Oh, my God. Have you thought of that? Yes, I have. Oh, my God. I'm giddy with excitement now. Uh, so, yes, going round the, uh, round Danielle's sister's um, for Christmas, which is going to be good. And nice. Yeah, so... Nice. Um, yeah, it's going to be really good. I'm looking forward to it. Um, actually, yeah, have a presence to be given to me and to give to other people. It's going to be great. Well, it is the season of giving. And so with this new union of uh, two families joining, do you have any new traditions you're 
going to be partaking in, do you think? Oh, I don't know. I don't know, actually. No one said anything, but they are a bit strange, this family. So, um, yeah, I'm sure there's going oh, really? sure to be, uh, sure be something hilarious that they do that they think's normal that's not. So uh, I look forward to finding out what that is, to be honest. Um, but uh, so far, I've been led to believe it's just a normal you know, Christmas dinner. Um, uh, Daniel's sister's got kids, so that should be fun. Um, and uh, yeah, so it should be a, just you know normal Christmas dinner. But um, I got a feeling there'll be um, some hilarious surprises on the on the day. It'll be great to find out what these are. Ah, oh, mm. nice. Yes, yeah, good. So. Yeah, as long as like you say, it's all uh, it's all above board when it comes to the spread. You know, no uh, tofurkey or turducken or any of those weird variations of the the holiday food. You know. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, if they invite me round, they got to know that that's not going to be acceptable. So you know, it's got to be the it's got to be the real deal. Yeah. No, and it's got to be you know nice. die hard watching die hard in the evening that's that's something I should <laughs> uh, I should uh, insist so that's that's firmly in the camp of a Christmas film there's not going to be any debate on that one oh no I think we've proved I think we've proved in the past that it is a Christmas film I don't think there's any uh, yeah I think Rant Robin proved that quite easily oh yeah he did oh yeah good old Rant Robin <laughs> forgot about him yeah he's not been around has he I mean I think he ran himself to death to be honest Oh, maybe he might have got locked up. He's probably been sectioned. <laughs> yeah, yeah, section. Yeah, I mean, he did go on and on, and he, you know, it was pretty much onto an empty space that no one listened to. So, um, yeah, that's definitely. Or maybe he just ended up in an infinite feedback loop of his own frustration. Yeah, yeah. perhaps he's just sat out there somewhere, stuck on repeat. A rant back. Yeah, a rant, <laughs> a rant back. Exactly. Yeah, so what about you, Mark? What's what's the impending feeling of your summery Christmas you're going to have? Oh, yes. Well, we've been... It's a Christmas miracle. Uh, the weather is finally in its true form. It's 37 degrees today. <gasps> and um, oh it's either going to be the sound of maybe thunder in the background, or it could be the train station that's very nearby. But um, I think we've got a storm rolling in. Exciting. Um, but yeah, we are going to be partaking in... Not a anglicised Christmas this year. Uh, it's going to be me and Jess just at our apartment, and we've decided to take uh, up the Japanese tradition and um, have KFC for Christmas. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, a little bit of a backstory on that. As far as, you know, I mean, I can't remember all the details, but as far as I'm aware, uh, yeah, so in Japan, because obviously they're not a Christian country, um, in the around the 70s, I think KFC just did a big marketing push and were like uh, doing the whole let's have a you know a KFC Christmas this year. And since then, yeah, they order KFC for Christmas Day every year. So people put in orders and go and collect it and all that sort of business. So yeah, I just thought why not do something a bit different? Because um, it's already it's already out of whack here anyway. Obviously being summer, so you know there are no rules when it comes to an Aussie Christmas really. Except the the crappy rules of cricket the next day. People love cricket on Boxing Day. And I know that you love cricket. We'll get on to that shortly. But, um, yeah, so Japanese Christmas it's going to be, mate. Fried chicken, fries, coleslaw, lovely. Oh, coleslaw. Oh, God, mate. What are you doing to yourself? Why would you put that <laughs> in with it? That's... It's a little, little... Well, you've got to have the Brussels sprout element of the dish, oh, haven't you, really? Mm. You've got to have that one thing that people, you know, well, it's either <laughs> you love it or hate it. Mm. It is the Vegemite of the dinner table. Yes, and it's... Um, I mean, that's yeah. pretty much a little little tub of sick there, mate. A little tub of sick. Someone's just thrown up in a little tub. <laughs> to some, to some a little tub of sick. To others, pure heaven. Pure, pure heaven. heaven. Oh, yeah. no. Uh, <laughs> I feel... Uh, that's horrible. Anyway, I hope you enjoy a lovely, oh, lovely dinner. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, I hope you choke on your coleslaw. <laughs> I, that's what you meant there. I can, I can hear it. Oh, I can hear that I've been, tone I've been found out. Um, well, it's, hopefully you're going to be cutting these um, chickens, you know, these bits of chicken with a ceremonial sword. Is that is that what happens? Oh yeah, with a uh, yeah, I've got a, a samurai sword, a uh, you know, a, one of those like letter opener sized ones. I'll be uh, you know using as a, as my weapon of choice. Yeah, <laughs> good, good. I mean, you know, you can't if unless I'm being culturally insensitive here. I feel like that should be you know, if you're going to go Japanese, you need to go full Japanese. Yes, definitely. Well, that's it, mate. Uh, we'll probably, instead of watching the Queen's speech, it will just be a day of anime, Pokemon, and Takeshi's Castle. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. I love it. Uh, well, that, that actually sounds pretty good, actually. It does sound good, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's uh, And obviously, yeah, shoes off. Are you going to wear the ceremonial robe? You know, the, you're going to dress up and do your karate? Maybe you could... Oh, get a kimono going. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I haven't got that far yet, but it's not a bad idea. I mean, it's pretty much akin to wearing, a, I guess, a bathrobe or something yeah. of the like by the pool. Yes. Um, so, yeah, not a bad not a bad shout. I might have to look into it. It's that. something sort of Del Boy would probably wear, you know, if he was going around the pool. Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a very short one as well, just not leaving, leaving much to the imagination. Yes. Just kind of giving it that weird, that weird little look out the corner of his eye. <laughs> You're not really sure of his intention. Yes, he's provocative all the way. Um, I mean, you could karate chop your chicken. Um, you know, you could always do that. Oh, there is that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I mean, I, I think this is fine, isn't it? This isn't cultural appropriation. I don't think so. Well, no. I'm not even quite sure what that means. No, I have to be well, fair. Well, I don't know. I mean, what's what's wrong with, um, you know, admiring and, and enjoying other cultures? I don't really... Yeah, I mean, well, you're not, exactly. You're not, um, you're not mocking it, are you? You're just going, sod it, that looks good. I'm going to do a bit of that as well. No, exactly right, you know. But uh, here come the comments of the tone deaf old guys on the uh, on their radio show. <laughs> no, but you're right. You're right. Yeah, I, th- I think uh, nothing wrong with an appreciation. No, exactly. Cultural appreciation. That's that's what it is. Oh, oh, I like that. Uh, I like that. There we go. See, we can turn this around. None of this being upset by stuff. Let's just let's either take the piss or ed- appreciate. Indeed, indeed. Kicking Patreon. Clean up the streets with an all new talking man cup action figure. Let's trouble downtown. Chucky Thugs have robbed the city back. <laughs> Help is on the way. Show them the long arm of the lore and unleash man freedom, fist of fury action. <laughs> Read them their rights with real trash talking phrases. You have the right to remain dead. Yeah. One of them is trying to escape justice. Not on my watch. Time to bring the pain train to the station. But the man cup is in hot pursuit. <laughs> Super Twat Cruiser with real super, super real missile action. Fire! Take that, you human scum. But wait, Mancop's been hit. Mancop down, we need backup. 10 4, hold tight, speed of light. Fighting crime from above, it's Mancop's trusty psychic, talking Letoire, in his quantum quadcopter with real grappling hook power. Mission accomplished! Bring justice to playtime with a new man cup and seal action playsets. Each sold separately. Batteries not included. Speaking of turning around, um, now I'm obviously all the way over here, so I've seen all the secondhand information, but number 10 
I hear, uh, you know, we're in a bit of a scandal over a Christmas party recently. What is, uh, what's the vibe on the ground there? And has Boris managed to turn it around? Has he managed to persuade the people through constant denial? Well, has it worked? Here's the rub. You see, is the um, the so it turns out last year when obviously we we're all having to stay stay in because you know. We uh, we had to sort of lock it down, cancel Christmas basically. Of course. And it turns out there's a video. The um, it must have. I think it was like uh, Boris's secretary or something like that. Press secretary. She was doing a mock uh, press conference, and for some reason they recorded this. Um, and right. then they were there going, oh, we'll just have to say, you know, we had wine and cheese because there was some sort of party that people had, and obviously they weren't allowed to, but they had this Christmas party when no one else was allowed one. And they laughed about how they were going to sort of lie about, you know, what the lies they were going to tell. And they just sort of laughed and joked as if, you know, the real snobbery, like, oh, 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 oh what are we going to say? Yes. Oh, 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 like that, which just infuriates everyone because you just, you know, smarmy bastards. And then, yeah, so that's that classic, yeah, classist divide. Because, you know, and then, so they recorded this, and obviously, the, the morons, why would you record that and not delete it knowing that that would be bad? Yeah. They obviously thought that they would just get away with it, but no, it came out, and obviously, the, that that lady resigned, and um, she was crying. Right. You know, she was all, all good. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, it's not, not really much else she could do, really. But then old Boris, you know, he just comes, he throws everyone under the bus, and then he goes, He's like, oh no, everyone followed the rules. There wasn't any broken rules, and he, he, you know, and he, he's just no, he, he, he's just basically just trying to find a reason to distract everyone from the ridiculousness of the whole situation. And it turns out that he, mm. he was at some sort of raffle or something, and you know that, that yeah. So once again, right, just looking like a complete buffoon and not really uh, owning up to it. And obviously, some people say he should resign, but he's not going to do that. So. He's now. He went on TV on Sunday and did like a pre-recorded message saying, "Omicron is coming. Um, everyone get their booster jabs now, and it's really important you get it." So I think partly that's true, but also that's a good way to distract people from the right. I see. So he's he's deflecting. He's using that to deflect from all of this uh, controversy over the whole. Well, yeah. Thing, I mean, eh? it's classic, and all of a sudden he's got to do this address to everyone and make everyone. Like, because I mean, you know, it, it, we we yeah. have got this problem with um, this new transformer type uh, Corona. <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. Although it also sounds anywhere between a transformer, also like a sort of nineteen eighties evil corporation. Oh yes, Omnicron. Um. Together we will. <laughs> yeah, you know, something together like we that. will affect the the world and make them. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's a really good point. Actually, that is. Um, it's a bit like Tron, isn't it? Wasn't there something? When they oh, something something cron or something from like Robocop or something. Yeah, that's definitely the thought that popped into my head. Something weird like that, some sort of dystopian uh, sci-fi future like that. But um, right, that's interesting. So yeah, like why would you? I just don't understand that either. Yeah, why would you record that? Because not only was it just um, you know, it could have just been like a random bit of blurry footage from the party, which you could. Obviously, you could maybe skirt around. You could say this could have been taken at any time, or you could have, you know, you could have really tried to like bend the truth with that one if it was just a random gathering, unless someone was running around with the, the you know, today's paper and screaming the date. Then yeah, you could probably got away with it. But the fact that yeah, you've got someone on screen who is quite literally in the process of a, an actual, you know, pretty much definition of conspiracy, like conspiring to cover it up. 
on on film is uh, you can't really can't really run from that one, can you? No. Although Boris is trying. He is. I mean, yeah, he is. You know, and I think uh, I just I don't know. He just they they just I don't understand how they can still continue to find ways to make them look so incompetent. Um, and there's lots of people mm. probably are just like, oh, whatever, just get on with these bigger things to get on with. But it's, I mean, if they weren't laughing at the whole thing at the time, then it would have been, wouldn't have been yeah. as bad. But um, I just think, you know, you know, Boris is very much. Well, it's like when um, Hancock, bloody, you know, started uh, Frenching his wife, uh, his mistress. Uh, these, you know, is is right. um, the woman he works with, and it's like not only was he breaking COVID rules, but. I mean, he's having an affair, and it was caught on camera, and they're just idiots. And then you know, Boris is like, "Oh, well, he said sorry. I'm not going to not going to sack him." And then he he resigned, um, and he's just he just refuses right, to take responsibility. Okay. So I think um, he rather than being a proper leader and going right, you get out, you're an idiot, you know, or you know, being like that, he's just like, no, 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 everything's fine. It's uh, I can't fire him, you know, you know, all that's yeah, of course, yeah. Boys will be boys and all that. That's pretty much the mentality there. The what's the the uh, Bullington Club yeah, lads? Exactly. All got to look out for each other. Exactly. The other thing is, old Boris even had COVID, so he kind of knows the whole situation when it comes to, you know, he's he's been there firsthand. So he exactly, should, you'd have you thought know, more than anyone you'd have thought he would have. Yeah, he would have been more sort of um, compassionate and stuff like that. But it doesn't seem to have. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't seem like he's really. You know the fact that he nearly died, didn't he? He nearly actually died. Yeah. From it. Um, but uh, yeah, mm. no, he doesn't seem to have learnt his from his ways, and so it's all been rather, rather real, like embarrassing. Really, it's just again more and more embarrassment, and they're in, they're supposed to be in charge. I know. And what an example to set for your son or your child. He's had a new kid, hasn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I think I heard, or at least they're with child. Or something. yeah, no, they've had a, they've had a daughter. I think. I think it's um. They, they've lost count. I think he's lost count how many kids he's got. It's ridiculous. He's got like seven yeah. or eight kids. Randy now. Bugger. He is. He is. He's uh, how he. You know. I don't know. I don't know how he's managed to pull that lady. I mean, you know, how, he must be a devilishly charming chap. I was gonna say yes, a freak in the sheets. <laughs> le chic, le freak, whatever it is. Yep, that's it, mate. Don't freak out. That's pretty much what he has to say when they get a, an eyeful of his member yeah. <laughs> of Parliament. Do you reckon you're afraid? Would you like to see my member? I really call it because he called it Big Ben. Oh God, he would, wouldn't he? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Dong, too easy. Too easy. Dong. Yeah, that's it. Huzzah! That's probably just you know what he shouts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Well, what's happened here? We've gone down into dark hole here. That's, that's oh, I know, I know. Well, look, it's uh, it's rule. Is it rule thirty four or forty three? I can't remember which way around it is. Of the internet is like you know, if it exists, there will be a porn version of it. <laughs> oh and uh, I urge anyone to go and look for that if they like. You know, let us know. Report back. <laughs> oh my god! I don't want that sullying my browser history. <laughs> squeaky clean, squeaky clean. Oh my goodness me! Well, yeah. I mean, how do we come back from that, mate? Honestly. Um, I'm not sure. Well, I'm not sure. Well, like you say, it sounds like he's doing a good job with the uh, the conveniently timed Omicron, trying to put on the Tim Four hats here and uh, <laughs> be like, well, clearly it's Boris and the Bullington boys have launched it themselves, haven't they? Well, how do I know that that message on the TV wasn't giving me the Omicron through the airwaves? How do I know that? You know. Well, that's a very good question, incompetent Steve. Um, uh, yeah, so well, <laughs> they've made it sound that it's 
ever more contagious somehow. And uh, some reports say that you can get it just by thinking about it. Um, what? Just like Beetlejuice. Say it too many times. <sighs> And it shall appear. Oh my god! Oh my god! I I I don't think about much, and then am I gonna think about that? Oh my god! And I've got it again. Unbelievable. That's it. I'm riddled, it, mate. mate. Riddled. Dub- don't matter if you double jab. Do you double riddle? <laughs> oh god! It's a bit like my life. My life's a bit of a riddle. Oh yeah. yeah. Do tell. Uh yeah. I am a riddle, but you can't solve it. Solve that one. See? There you go. Oh, all right. Okay. Hey, diddle diddle. <laughs> well, um, sh- shall we ask our resident scientist how uh, you know what he thinks about this new variant, and you know what the future holds for for all of us? I mean, it's a it's a it's a big question, but he's a he's a big mind, old Jeffrey John Science, you know. Yeah. So maybe he could uh, shine some of that uh, light on this dark matter, as it were. Oh, science stuff. Yes. Oh well, I mean, he's better than any, you know, better than us to to say. So that yeah, well, let's ask him, shall we? Let's get him. Someone, let's get him on the line. Let's get him on the line. So he's also get him on the line. Hello, Jeffrey. Welcome. Thanks for uh, joining us on the show at such short notice. Hopefully we weren't interrupting anything. That's right. You just press science button on phone and it calls me and I'm, I'm ready 24-7. Just like science because it's everywhere. That is true, actually. We did give Jeffrey a Batman-style phone that uh, it's bright red, lights up, just says science in big, bold letters. So, you know, he knows that uh, it's serious and it's time to uh, take our hand and lead us down the garden path that is science. So, Jeffrey, what are your thoughts, if not your research, rather, on the current Omicron situation? And what does the future hold for the planet in regards to coronavirus? Well, you know, there's, there's lots to think about. And uh, there's lots of things we can do at Christmas to stay safe, you know. Because, you know, everyone wants to mm. stay they want to do it all the time, so they just stop saying it. But anyway, so I think, you know, when you go around to Christmas Day, you got to make sure that uh, you stay well apart, get a big table, right? Just get a huge table, mm-hmm. and um, just make sure you don't say the words Omicron, right? Because then no one will think about it, and then if you've got positive vibes, you can use that sort of thing, as well as using scientific facts, because, you know, because basically no one seems to believe science anymore, so you've got to try and add that in. So I think, uh, mm. you know, keep well apart. So you have to shout, Jack, pass the gravy, kind of thing. And, uh, I mean, you know. You, I see. Uh, you, I mean, you, you need to make sure you're wearing a protective screen. So, so maybe if you actually, what you could get is a lot of headsets or, or radios. So you could go, pass the gravy, please. You know, like that, like that. And then no one would be able to see each other, touch each other, or, or give each other the virus. Hmm, I see. Great advice there. That's some solid advice. So, as you mentioned there, uh, a radio would definitely come in handy at the Christmas dinner table. Are there any other gifts the good people of the world can give each other this Christmas in order to help facilitate an easier life through these uncertain times? Well, yes, you could get, like, a hand sanitizer gun. I think, you know, we could easily fashion one with, like, a glue gun, but you put in, like, you know, Hmm. hand sanitizer, kind of say it. Uh, and uh, you squirt it and, uh, you know, it gets other people without you getting it. You know, make sure they don't come near you. Or you could get, like, you know, um, 
where you've got holes in front, so you can eat out of them, you see. You get a little flap mm. to do that. Um, and also maybe a little flamethrower. I reckon that would probably be a good idea. Hmm. Yes, uh, not, not a bad idea at all. Yes, a flamethrower. Just a little one, though. Just a little one. Of course, of course. Uh, just a disclaimer for anyone out there, flamethrowers should only be given to those ages three and up. Got to cover the legal stuff. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, don't, don't be silly with it, though. You know, it's only to kill virus, but it doesn't like the heat, because that's why it's not in Australia. That's very true, very true. The case numbers here are low. Although, is it possible, just a, just a thought, and maybe you'll be able to answer this, maybe not. Is it possible? The reason why we have such low numbers here is because it is in constant battle and contest with all of the other deadly creatures. Is this a case of survival of the fittest? That's very true. It's just like science because, you know, it's everywhere and everyone's fighting all the time to survive. So maybe, like, all the spiders are ganging up and they're like, you know what, just sod off, we don't want you here. And then you're getting all the, like, you know, crocodiles, they're, like, snapping out of the water, eating it, and, you know, just being double our bastards about it. That's, that's actually brilliant, that. And uh, I reckon we should come down there and just, um, we need to study this and, uh, and make sure that maybe they could bring a lot of cr- uh, spiders and crocodiles over to England mm. and uh, the rest of the UK. And, and then we could just, like, you know, smash it all out quickly and then we'll just be free of this bloody virus. Well, make sure that when that research is carried out that you heard it here first. Uh, make sure that I get a little footnote on the, the paper. That's right. I'll, um, I'll call it the Mark Effect. Brilliant. Well, thank you, Jeffrey. Thanks for taking the time to be with us today. And um, well, actually, just before you go, uh, how are you going to be spending your Christmas? Oh, probably alone. Oh, all right. Good then. Okay. Thank you, Jeffrey. Goodbye. Thanks. Bye bye. Science. Ta. Are you thinking of getting it away? I know I am. I'm dreaming of getting back to that kingdom. That jewel of a city. That place of light and beauty and music. <sighs> Bangkok. How it's been too long. But one does not simply walk onto a plane without travel insurance. Take the safe road and get Sean Bean travel insurance today. We've got single and multi-trip cover across hundreds of countries. Travel insurance needn't be complicated like some Bond villain's plan. With Sean Bean travel insurance, it's just like the many on-screen deaths in my career. Quick and easy. You can book on web or get on Blur and give us a call on 0800 Bean. Sign up today and receive a free travel pillow, signed by yours truly. Never again shall you need worry about some cheeky bugger losing your luggage or of doing your back in on dodgy water slide and being left out at pocket. That annual holiday is what we lived for, and so it shall be once more. So for the sake of Gondor, book your Sean Bean travel insurance now. Go on, do it. And welcome back. Well, that was, uh, well, I mean, Jeffrey John Science, it, it always blows me away with his um, his scientific knowledge and ideas. I think we could all, we always learn something new from him. Um, and uh, I, I, I feel sad that he's going to be alone at Christmas. Yeah, I know it does seem unfortunate, but, you know, I mean, he seemed happy enough and... Maybe that's just the way he needs it, so he can, you know, he can really work on his ideas and he doesn't get any distractions, you know. I mean, Jeffrey, people like Jeffrey, like Einstein, you know, they are in a different realm, in a different league to the rest of us. And 
We can't be distracting them with the likes of, you know, who's going to die on this year's episode of Christmas EastEnders or Cory or any of that. You know, we don't want to get in the way. I mean, if we did that, you know, there'd be no iPhone, there'd be no jobs, there'd be no cars, there'd be no Ford. Wait, so, um, no, no Ford, just imagine we'll no alone. Ford. No, I mean... I know. Yeah, I mean, The environment would be uh, okay, but... Well, no Christmas presents, no. no cars, no delivery. No, think about no, it. no, no, no new windscreen wiper blades for, for, uh, for for old Granny and her new Ford Fiesta. That would be terrible. <laughs> indeed, not indeed, <laughs> not. Oh God. Oh, um, yeah. But um, so yeah. Sorry, carry on. You were gonna no, was... tell us a little bit about how we should all be panicking. Yeah, we're all gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're sorry, sorry, everyone. We're 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 apparently we're all going to die. Um, so it's the calm before the storm, you see. Apparently, it's, well, this so this comes from Mark Drayford. Um, he is a guy who talks about science and stuff, and it's to do with whales and um, right. the country whales, of course, because obviously the the, the the animals they're safe um, ish. Yeah, um, I'm, not, I'm not sure if they can contract any variant of COVID yet um, mm. until, you know, next year probably. Yeah. It's coming, I'm sure. Yeah. It's in the works. It could be, you know, it could be the barnacle um, variant or something. I don't know. Uh, so apparently um, he told uh, the BBC that Wales is in the calm before the storm. We see the storm of Omic- Omicron coming our way and we need to pe- prepare for it now. And oh, I God. I know, and he's, he pleaded with people to have a smaller Christmas, you know, spend it with a small circle of friends. Um, and however, though, there is only guidance. Right. So when they say things, <laughs> so they're, they're saying, we're all going to die, please don't do this. But actually, do you know what? It's kind of up to you if you do that, you know. Uh, I think that's called resolving yourself with all responsibility, don't you think? Well, yeah, I think, uh, you know, the aforementioned scandal has kind of left the or the entire government or anyone in any sort of sense of authority now to kind of everything has to be a guideline, right? It's not necessarily a, a set in stone rule anymore. It's more more of just a, a gist, you know, because no one's going to, yeah, no one's basically going to take any sort of authority with any real seriousness after old Boris ruined it for everyone. Exactly. Uh, to be honest, I think most people are just going to be like, Do you know what, fuck it. We just we didn't have Christmas yeah. last year. I think everyone's just had, had done enough. They just they might. I mean, some people might obviously they'll be a bit worried, which is fair enough. That's understandable because we are all gonna die. Um, but of course, uh, yeah. So, you know, I think most. I think a lot of people just like you know what. Um, I'm just gonna have Christmas. I want to enjoy myself, and uh, um, it's it's a shame, isn't it? Because you know, people at the top yeah. don't set response. Uh, don't set the example, and uh, everyone's just sort of like. Phew. I mean, trouble is, in the UK, everyone, I think, a lot of people are like, do you know what, stop telling me what to do. And then it's the case of, you know, if we don't get told what to do, they're like, why didn't you tell us we couldn't do that? So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is true. It's very much like that. So you, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. But, um, yeah, so I think uh, it sounds like Wales are in peril, but, you know, it's only guidance. It is, and it's also only Wales. So, you know, not really sure what the what the warning is here, you know. No one goes to Wales anyway, and no, and those who live in Wales don't really leave. So nothing's changed there. <laughs> no, 
That's a good point, actually. I don't know what he's going on about. Maybe he's just trying to drum up some, uh, saying like, oh, what about Wales? Everyone keeps going about England. And what about Wales? It's just, you know. Oh, okay, I see. So this is some pro-Wales propaganda is what I'm hearing. Yeah, that's, well, I mean, I think we've hit the nail on the head there. You know, good. Next, they'll be saying Rob Broyden's got COVID just to really, like, <laughs> hammer it home. Don't you know, know Tom Jones. <laughs> yeah, of course, Tom Jones. <laughs> It's not unusual to have COVID. You know what I said to Elvis once? I said I never had COVID. <laughs> <laughs> he always likes bringing up Elvis, <laughs> he doesn't he? Does. I mean, I can imagine when those two were around, Elvis is just like, you know, give it a rest. <laughs> give it a break, mate. I'm just just trying to sit here quietly, yeah. stare out the window. Yeah. Don't need your nonsense off, off. banging on about the, ho- the rolling hills. <laughs> I don't care that your jumper's made out of wool. He's like, uh, he's, I don't know. Do it, well, hang on. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. uh, uh, after speaking to Tom, Elvis just all shook up. Hey! <laughs> but um, Oh, yeah. There it is. Gonna be lonely this Christmas without Tom to hold. That's why he'd be singing, because, you know, he's dead. He is, unfortunately. Unfortunately, the, uh, the King of Graceland won't be able to grace us with his presence no more. Did you know? I watched this film, right? Um, This film called What If. Right. It, it was, well, yeah, it's got Daniel Radcliffe in it and some other... But he's got a really weird character name called Chantry. What kind of a name is that? Chantry. Yeah. That's the character's name. Yeah. It doesn't say like what their their origin is. Like, I mean, is that meant to be like Dutch or something? I have no, no idea. I mean, I think it's set in Canada, but so maybe that says it all. Uh, um, well, says it all. It's weird. It's like Channing Tatum mixed with um, uh, another name that I can't think of right now. But anyway, they're talking about um, Fool's Gold, which is what a right, which is. Um, a sandwich that Elvis would eat. Okay, so he got. Oh, he, so okay. It's, so we're not talking. Just to be clear, we're not talking about the geological formation iron pyrite. <laughs> no, which is false gold. Whoa, whoa, okay. whoa, whoa! You no, know, we're no, we're not as clever as that, Mark. Bloody hell! Yeah, no. um, very, very cool. You just said that. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> you you went all Jeffrey John Science on us there. So um, I did. I mean, he's left an impression. <laughs> So, the Fool's Gold is this sandwich, right? So, apparently he used to okay. fly to go fly his plane, his private plane, to get this sandwich. And it was um, it is one of these big Italian loaves of bread, okay, white bread. Okay. They, you'd cover it in butter, bake it, and then you would cut it, cut it in half, take a lot of the bread out. Then on one side, mm. you'd put a whole tub of peanut butter in there. And the other Jeez. side, okay. um, a whole tub of jam. All right. And right. then a pound of bacon. Oh, Jesus And we're, we're talking like American-style bacon, so obviously it's mainly just yeah. fat, okay? And then you put yeah. it together, it's 8,000 calories, and he used to eat the whole sandwich. Jesus Christ. Well, no wonder he died on the loo. I mean, yeah. didn't there, there was that thing where they found like a ridiculous number of pounds of meat just like in his colon or something, because he just... Yeah, well, there you go. This fool's gold. Yeah, that's it. Sven. Seems like the real fool was Elvis himself. <laughs> it was just full of shit, literally. Yeah. So indeed, <laughs> there you go. Much like Boris, and we're full circle. <laughs> oh, wow, mate, that was genius. See, just just naturally returned. Got to be quick. <laughs> that's what she said. Well, if uh, the headlines of Omicron weren't sort of strange enough in your newsfeed. There's also another thing that's cropped up back uh, back your side, and uh, you might have seen Kronos, 
I mean, we sound like we have got a proper battle of the uh, the Transformers going on at the moment. So Kronos is the payroll system that Sainsbury's use, and it's been hit by an attack. Oh my god. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, not really the, the thing you want to find out just before Christmas, that your identity could be stolen and all that stolen and all that money that you've uh, been saving could be been stolen. God, that's not English. <laughs> uh, all that money you've saved could be funneled away to f- fund some sort of Siberian terrorism. I assume it's the Russians. Oh, was it? Was it? Was it like um, what's his name? Uh, Richard Pryor in Superman, where he nicks the sort of pennies and that from everyone's pay. Oh, right. And it, it mounts up to be like one billion dollars, <laughs> and he becomes really rich. Potentially, potentially, it looks like it's just been a straight up hack of data. And one thousand, sorry, one hundred and fifty, one hundred and fifty thousand UK employees have been been hit by this attack. Pretty, uh, pretty unsettling. Not, not something you'd like to find out just before Christmas. So they stole everyone's money. Well, they haven't taken any. It's just the information, I guess, that's been uh, leaked, which you know has a lot of sensitive stuff in there. But I reckon this is uh, just Jamie Oliver getting back for uh, <laughs> you know when him and the the deal between him and Sainsbury's fell through, you know, and he weren't getting his million quid a year anymore. I mean, after his chain of restaurants went under a couple of years ago, it's pretty much an open and shut case, mate. You know. It sounds like something he would do. Do you know what I mean? He looks shifty. He does, and he is from Essex, so oh. you know he can't be trusted. <laughs> and just to clarify, Mark's well, I'm from, from Essex, Essex, so I can say that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can say that because apparently it's okay. <laughs> He's from bloody South End, isn't he? South End. That's it, mate. South. Longest pleasure pier in the world. <laughs> pleasure is a subjective term. Sounds like a euphemism. Way big Ben Way. again. There we go. <laughs> Back we go. Dong, dong, dong. Ding, dong. <laughs> Just a little bit of news there that popped up across my eyeballs um, that mm. I thought maybe, you know, might be able to line up nicely with all the, you know, the Omnicron stuff that's going on. So we've got Omnicron and Kronos battling oh it out in the headlines. God. It's like Godzilla against uh, that thing that that was in that movie. Oh, yeah, like the, the bloody... The moth thing, yeah, or whatever you yeah, call it, the Mothra. Mothra, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there you go. Wow. Um, anything else, mate? What else is happening? Well, I hate to bring it up, but I mean, we should do a sports section, really, and uh, talk about how England are so shit at the Ashes that they are being humiliated by the Australians. Indeed, they are. How many? How many home runs to? <laughs> how many touchdowns well, um, happened um, over the? Eight days. Uh, 20 aces and 40 touchdowns and, and I think 17 mm. rounders. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. Classic. Practically walked it in, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah. He did. I mean, that's the problem with uh, with England is they're always trying to walk it in. It's embarrassing. I don't even like cricket. Um, I think it's terribly boring. You can play a match of cricket for five days and still draw. Yeah. Well, that's what I don't understand. Yeah, I mean, I I haven't really taken the time because um, I don't really care to uh, figure out how it even works. But yeah, I often get told that, yeah, games go on for for days and days at a time. But of course, here, exactly, in Australia, they love it, mate. Boxing Day is cricket day. You know, they all get outside and That's because they win. They love it because they go there to the massive, what, the MCG, is it? The Melbourne Cricket Ground. And 100,000 people are there. And they all get pissed, and they all laugh at England, going, "Ha ha ha! Look at those idiots with their stupid pads on, and they can't even hit it. They have got sticks to hit it with, and they still can't hit yeah. it. What a joke! No wonder they want to go. I would go if I if I was mo- I was mockering 
mocking another team with their you know humiliation I would love that well you know the other thing is the reason why the the Aussies probably always bloody win is because they cheat mate there was a couple of um, scandals a few years ago about ball tampering and yes of course the media had a field day with that you know and and every sort of like innuendo they could think of <laughs> um, but yeah from what I gather it's basically where they Oh, I'm not 100% sure, so, you know, I'm probably going to have to look it up. But, yeah, I'm pretty sure this whole ball tampering thing is its quite marginal. It's like they sort of... It's either they sort of, like, put something on the ball or wear it down on one side to basically give it some sort of edge or something, which, you know, I don't know how that helps, but apparently it does, so... Yeah, they use some... Um, yeah. I think they use a little bit of sandpaper, and then it allows... Yeah, that's can, the one. They can rub it on your... Apparently, they rub it on the groin for some reason, and the, on their trousers. Yes. And like you say, it, um, it roughs up the edge... So you can use you know your body and stuff to do that, and I think it creates spin or whatever. And right, but they, yeah, they okay. use a bit of sandpaper and they lie. Obviously, they cheat it because you're not allowed to use that. So um, they got caught out. And I remember seeing, yeah, I remember seeing that. Is it Steve Smith? He was booing his eyes out on the on TV, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. Why did you do it? Yeah. Man? What what was it, you know who made you do that? Honestly, what a joke. Exactly, exactly. So you so you think there's a bigger conspiracy at play? Someone has put him up to this. Yeah, it was, um, yeah, definitely. It's probably that Scott Morrison, ScoMo. Probably. Oh, yeah, ScoMo. God, yeah, wouldn't put it past him. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yep. Is Good he old still in ScoMo. Power? He is, mate, unfortunately. He's still hanging on by he's, a thread. He's, lo- he's lasted a long time, hasn't he, compared to a lot of the others? For some reason, yeah, even though Australia is a anglicised, westernised country, their political structure reflects that of a sort of developing war-torn, you know, <laughs> nation, really. Like, in the past couple of years, they've had sort of semi-coups where they've just thrown out the Prime Minister. Even a couple of uh, decades ago, the the way it works here is there is actually someone who is already above the Prime Minister called the, I think it's the Attorney General. Oh. Governor General, yeah, Governor, not the Attorney General. That's like some sort of CSI NCIS <laughs> nonsense. Um, yeah, anyway, he is the the representative for the Queen essentially, so he can actually just throw out whoever is Prime Minister oh, at a whim, it seems, because that already happened a couple of decades ago. So yeah, mate, um, for a for an anglicised, westernised country, it's a bit dodgy, you know. <laughs> well, what with the politics, then the ball tampering. Oh, mate, they just. It, it, oh. We'll see. Now I'm suspicious of why they're really beating England so well, you know, so easily. Mm, it's, exactly. Uh, oh, I think this should be looked into. I think we should send our Boris down there and have a little... He, he'll be able to snuff out the problem. Mind you, he'll probably have another kid. Or we should get in touch with a with a private eye, you know. We'll put we'll do a quick whip round and uh, fund this um, independently. So, you know, there's no uh, hidden agendas. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. I think... Um, you know, but like I say, he'd probably end up gambling with the kids or something, and 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 then we'll be then we've really fucked. And isn't that really the spirit of Christmas? <laughs> We're all just fucked. Yeah, just like the turkey. We're gonna be fucked and we're going to be eaten alive by either spider, corona eating spiders or crocodiles, or just a, a thing we can't see. And I mean. God, let's all have a good Christmas, shall we? Do we have a choice? Well, uh, no. I think I think what we got to do is, you know, stiff up a lip, everyone, and make sure that we have a bloody good Christmas, even if we're crying. We we'll have a good bloody Christmas. So let's. I think we should um, we should sign off with a 
Christmas message from the jab. It's that time of year again where we all sit down and pretend to like each other and play some games and read out the terrible jokes from our Christmas crackers. It's Christmas and here we are once again but this time we're going to be actually in the same room as other people and we're going to be able to enjoy really pissing each other off. But you know what? It's bloody Christmas so that's what we do. We open our presents that we didn't ask, we get those horrible ties, those horrible socks with something we didn't like, like Toy Story that we'd never seen, or that mug we don't drink coffee out of because we don't drink hot drinks, and things like that. Which, obviously, we're all gonna pretend to like until we get home and we smash it to pieces with the anger we have from Christmas Day. Because that's what Boxing Day is all about. I'd just like to wish everyone a lovely Christmas, and remember, that Christmas only comes round once a year, so don't worry, we'll make it through, and New Year's just round the corner, so we can all cry on till the 1st of January, and then get on with our lives. So, take care. Ah, splendid. And I would like to leave you with this. Scorched legs and raw breast, just when you thought that you knew best, the festive bird has once again put you to the test. Just give it a rest, says Auntie Julie. Getting all smirky over you and your uncooked turkey. We should have had Christmas at my house, she proclaims. I've got boggins of grouse and much better board games. Then Cousin Kev gives his two cents in that most antipodean of all the accents. Jesus Christ, I know you ain't no cook, but how the bloody hell did you stuff up a chook? You insist that it's fine, but it's far too late. The whole family is raging. We don't want that on our plate. Now they're all going berserky and blaming you for their ruined Christmas turkey. They're screaming and yelling. What you'll do next, there is no telling. As much as you'd like to dash her and blitz him, you take a deep breath and walk out of the kitchen. You go to reach for the booze, passing Grandad who's already a snooze. But right before you take that first sip, why don't you hold that bottle at your bottom lip and remember what those two fellows from the jab once said. It's not about the food, the prezzies or booze. It's about family, the ones you are born with and the ones that you choose. Forget the presents, and just be present. For these people, this family, you know not when or who you might lose. So stuff the bird, ditch the decoration, and let's make time with family a daily celebration. Good night. Well, that pretty much wraps it up. Way, pun intended. Hey, there we go. Ding, ding. I mean, we should be writing our own Christmas jokes. <laughs> we should. We'd be, you know, we'd be, uh, well, we'd be our own Christmas crackers, wouldn't we? We really Indeed would. we would. Indeed we would. But, yeah, well, well Merry Christmas, everyone. And we best be off because we've been invited to a party. Um, uh, can't really say oh. where. But, oh, it's um, number 10, da, 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 Downley d- d- Avenue. Yeah, Dudley, in- Dudley Drive. Oh, that's the one. Sorry, yes, yes, sorry, yeah. That's the one. Yeah, oh, no worries. Well, Um, goodbye, everyone. Merry Christmas. It's Christmas! Does Boris want red or white? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I think he just wants everything, because, you know, he's a fiend. Ah, all right.
Let's go. Oh, 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 oh.